Michael, this is all very confusing. So whether or not you're a sports fan, you have undoubtedly read the news that Tom Brady, the undisputed greatest football player of all time, has decided to come out of retirement and compete for an unprecedented seventh Super Bowl ring. We tend to think of retirement as a permanent decision, a choice that once made can't be reversed. But studies show that Tom's decision to come back and work is part of a bigger trend. In this episode, we're talking about retirement, or rather, unretirement. I'm Remy Bartolotta, and this is On Markets, presented by Darwin Asset Management and Darwin Wealth Management. With me today, I have Chief Investment Officer Michael Sorrentino and Senior Financial Advisor Michael Bartolotta. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to shout out on the show, email comments at onmarkets.com or hit me up directly at remy at onmarkets.com. And if you like our show, please hit the follow button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia Podcasts, or whatever podcast platform you prefer. So, Mike, you are the senior member of this podcast. As you love to point out. Yes, I, every chance I get. Every episode. So, why don't you give us your opinion on this trend? Well, I think it's interesting because I don't know um, if it's being driven by people's changing attitudes towards retirement or by what's happening happening economically or some combination of the two, right? Are people coming out of retirement because they need to, because of the perception of inflation and the market and things like that, and maybe I can't retire and I need to sort of give myself a little bit of a cushion? Or are people coming out of retirement because there's changing attitudes towards working at an older age, more opportunity? I think employers now find more value in hiring older, more experienced people. I think there's more value to that in terms of people are probably less demanding. They're not looking to come in and, you know, what's my career path? I'm coming out of school and I'm here and I know how to rule the world. And it's just much easier, I think, to deal with people who have been in the workforce for a long time. There's a lot of that that you don't need to deal with as an employer. So I don't really know what's creating that. I mean, Tina, what do you think? When I think about human behavior, I think about the ability and willingness to do something, right? So I think of those, let's start with the ability. You're right, Mike. I mean, if, if we think about how the economy is today versus maybe 40 or 50 years ago, I mean, it's much less of a manufacturing economy. It's more of services-based, right? So my point here is that you can sit at a desk a lot longer than you can you know, work on a lumber yard or whatever it might be. You don't need that manual labor component like you did in the past. So if you're sitting at home bored, I mean, it makes sense. But if you look at a couple other demographics that are interesting, I mean, look, people are living longer. We just are. I mean, healthier lifestyles, we're smoking less, we're drinking less as a society. So if you're going to be around longer, what are you going to do? Just That's what I was going to say. Play I mean, cards when, all day? Yeah, when, when it used to be you retire at 65 and you die at 68, you know, you're yeah. probably not coming back out of retirement. Well, I'm actually a good example, right? I, you know, we, we've talked before about the company that Remy and I had and, and sold back in 2016. I left the company that had acquired us in 2018. And I didn't have any real plan. I contemplated retiring, not going back to work. My wife had had an advertising company, which she wound down. And, you know, we spent a good 18 months or so just sort of enjoying life and thinking about what we wanted to do next, if we wanted to do anything next. And it's, Really an interesting perspective to have when you don't need to go back to work, but you sort of want to. And that's where I found myself. There's a, a book by Morgan Housel, I think we've referenced it before in the, in the podcast called The Psychology of Money. And in the book, he defines his definition of retirement is doing what you want to do with whom you want to do it for as long as you want to do it. And I've sort of adopted that, right? And by that definition, I, I guess I could say I'm sort of retired, right? I'm doing what I want to do. 
with the people I want to do it with and for as long as I want to do it. I don't think of it as being retired, but it's a very different feel doing it because you want to do it, you're motivated to do it, you're doing something for a sense of accomplishment or a sense of purpose than because, you know, you need to do it to pay the bills. So that's the way I look at it. And I think that's probably a little more what's happening. I think the whole pandemic thing just created different ways of thinking about work in general for people. You know, for younger people, it's I want to work at home. I think for older people, it's become maybe there's some opportunity for me there because it's there's so many younger people that are not going back to work. The whole great resignation thing, there's more opportunity and, you know, why not? So during that time, Mike, when you weren't working, I also wasn't working, obviously, for the exact same reason. It's amazing how quickly you realize that you need something to do. Yeah. I'm obviously younger than Mike, so there was... You know, never a time when I thought, well, this is my retirement. But, you know, I did think to myself, I'm going to take a few years off and just sort of enjoy life. But it's hard to make it a few years. I mean, you know, I think we talked about this once before, Tino. We mentioned going on vacation, sitting on the beach, and you said you wouldn't make it more than a week. And I made it a little bit longer than that, but you're right. It's like you sit there for day after day after day, and it's like, I need to do something with myself. I'm going to just waste away, wait to die. You can't do that. You need to do something. Part of it is that, you know, what are your peers doing at the time, right? You mentioned it once before in another episode, you know, you were obviously a lot younger. Most of your friends were still working. It wasn't like you had a peer group to be right. just social with, you know, and do whatever you wanted to do. I sort of found the same thing. You know, most of the people my age that have retired, they're golfing and, and things like that, that I don't particularly want to do. I mean, I don't mind playing golf once in a while, but it's not going to be my daily activity. I, I definitely feel like I don't, I, I need something to do. I need some sort of sense of purpose. So for me, that's what it is. I think for a lot of people, it's that. I think people are starting to realize that it's not a finite decision when you retire. I think that's the way it has been portrayed to us for many years. You know, when am I going to retire? And I find myself having that conversation with clients too, right? You know, can I retire? And they, they, they really tend to think of it as, you know, it's a line in the sand. Today I'm working, tomorrow I'm retired. And, you know, we have a lot of conversations about it doesn't really need to be that. You know, it can be a slowing down. It can be just a career change. It could be a lot of different things. Also, Tino, you mentioned earlier that people are living longer. You hit the nail on the head. It's not just that you're living longer. It's that people are significantly healthier and look healthier and look younger and they're active. I mean, I remember being a kid and thinking somebody that's 50 is like ancient. You know, they're like, you know, one foot in the grave. But I mean, I'm only like seven, seven years away from being 50 and, and I feel like I'm still, you know, 25 and it doesn't feel any different. But I think back on some of those people that I remember as a kid, they didn't look like me. They didn't act like me. In some cases, they're walking around with canes and they have like white hair. It's like they aged so much faster those days, right? Whereas now you see somebody that's 50 or, I mean, Mike, you're 63. I don't want to age you by- I appreciate <laughs> that. I just got the age right this time. Yeah, I got it right this time. You're 63, but I mean, you can easily keep up with somebody who's probably in their 40s, right? It's not like you're like an old man. I like to think so. Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, how much do you run? Uh, I probably run 20 or so miles a week. Yeah, 20 miles a week. I mean, I've probably run 20 miles in my life. So, you know, it's not the same. It's a different mentality. People look different. They act different. Everything's different. How much of that do you think is, I think Tino brought it up before, right? There's not manual labor like there used to be, right? I think originally companies tried to get people to retire because it was manual labor and their production slowed down, right? They wanted younger employees and they started trying to create ways to sort of push people out the door so they could get younger, more productive people in those roles. I mean, I think that's really what sort of started retirement back in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't work at a certain point. You're building buildings or whatever it was, digging holes in the ground. That's got to be hard after a while. Yeah, it takes a toll for sure. I mean, you're talking about Tom Brady. He's, he's my age, or I'm 45. I lifted a barbell the other day, and it was like five pounds, and I made the mistake of turning my neck 
a little too far <laughs> and I pinched my neck and I almost dropped the barbell and I couldn't move my neck for like three days. Which yeah. makes, you know, the Tom Brady situation even more remarkable, it's right? Amazing. Because he's not only defying sort of the standards for when you should retire, but he's doing something that is physical, right? It's not like he's in a situation like we're talking about where you're sitting at a desk and your body doesn't, doesn't wear down. I mean, he's in a position where his body's got to be wearing down. You would think every year, but it just doesn't seem that way. You know, it's funny. Everybody talks about his physical ability, but I think it's the mental fortitude he has. The way that he lives, the way that he eats, the way that he works out, the whole plyometric thing he does. I just don't think there's that many players that have that kind of mental focus for that long. I would be willing to bet that there would be other guys that could do it, but just can't maintain that mental focus. I mean, I can't imagine being 45 years old, being in a locker room with 22-year-old guys. They're all hooting and hollering and stuff. I'd be like, I'm everybody's dad here. I, I don't belong here. Right. It would feel yeah. weird. So Mike, you were saying earlier that, you know, maybe you see sort of this trend of unretirement because there's also a trend of working from home right now with the younger generation. And, you know, maybe that's sort of opening some opportunities for some of the older people to come back to work physically. But do you think that that also opens up opportunity for an older generation? Is you know, now those people can also work from home, which I would think does open up some opportunities for that group of people. I would think logically that it does. But I can tell you from our experience interviewing people, right? We're always interviewing. There seems to be in the older generation and people my age, you know, they want to get out of the house. They don't put the value on, on being home that younger people seem to put. It's a different mindset. It's like mm -hmm. I'm, they're more looking for something to do, get out of the house, where I don't think, you know, when you're 25 or 27 or 37 even, that that's something you think about. Yeah, it's probably true. The younger generation is working for money and they want the freedom. The older generation is not necessarily working for money. They want right. the community. Right. Yeah. There's another reason why people are working right now is they have to. It's unfortunate, but the reality is, I mean, retiring right now is really, really hard to do. Not just from a financial standpoint, but Mike, I think you said it earlier, inflation's at a 40-year high right now. If you're living on a fixed income of some kind or, or investment income, with prices going up the way they are right now, I think there's probably a good amount of people that are being forced back into work whether they want to or not. I find that in planning with people that, that when they talk about wanting to retire early, one of the big deciding factors is the cost of healthcare. It's amazing to me how many people want to retire early then realize they've got to go on private healthcare. It's very expensive. And they start to focus on, can I change my circumstances? Can I work part-time, keep my benefits to get me to the point where, you know, it's Medicare or whatever. So I think there's a, a bit of that. I think that you do see a bit of people wanting to go back to work specifically for the benefit piece of it too. So, I mean, you meet with, um, you know, a, a ton of clients on a, on a daily basis. And I would assume the majority of them are either retired already or are coming close to retirement age. And you're having this conversation with these people every day. I am. How often does the topic of unretirement come up? Does it come up a lot? It does. Uh, you know, I don't know how seriously it comes up. I bring it up sometimes, depending on who I'm talking to and what their circumstances are. Sometimes, you know, someone will have never thought of it and you can see sort of the wheels turning that maybe this is not a bad idea. You know, this might be kind of cool. For some reason, the thing people, people seem to bring up all the time is being a barista at Starbucks. That seems to be the most common one people. I don't know why that one comes up all the time, but people say, yeah, you know, I can always just go to work at a Starbucks. I don't know if that was in a movie or something. It's weird. I don't totally know off topic up. here for a second, but isn't it weird if you said, oh, you know what? I'm just going to retire and go work at McDonald's. 
Yeah. You'd be like, what are you crazy? Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, right. But yeah, yeah, you but go work at Starbucks and it's fine. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. weird. It's really no different. But for some reason, Starbucks has created this brand of, of eliteness that it's like, oh, I don't mind being a barista. Oh, but you work at McDonald's. Uh, you're, you're a loser. Well, it's the like word weird. barista sounds so much better than, you know. Yeah. Right, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we tell kids all the time, you know, you got to go to an education and get flipping hamburgers, right? <laughs> Everybody says that flipping hamburgers. It sounds so demeaning. But, you know, a barista sounds like you need a degree or something. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds better. Maybe McDonald's needs to think about a rebrand. They do. That could be our homework. What could be their title for a hamburger yeah. flipper? I'm going to really think about this one. Shake Shack. I mean, Shake Shack's an elite brand, right? Yeah, but do you want to retire and go work at Shake Shack? I've no. never once had anybody say, <laughs> maybe I can go work at Shake Shack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're on to something. Maybe. So let's take it from the opposite side. When somebody comes in and talks about they want to retire is the first question. Why? Right. Why do you want to retire? It it is. Yeah. I I ask people that all the time. I mean, it's, it's really, really varied. Uh, I saw somebody a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, we talked about retirement and he, and I said, you know, when are you thinking about retirement? And he said, the second I can, I mean, that was the first, the second I can retire. My job is stressful. I hate it. I just want to retire and do absolutely nothing. And I said, well, you know, have you thought about sort of switching? He's like, nope, I've worked too hard. It's stress. I'm done. I'm out. That's it. That's the end of it. So I've also asked people, okay, you're retiring April 30th. What are you going to do when you get up May 1st? I ask people that all the time. And it's amazing how many people don't have an answer. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all, actually. I feel like people just don't, you don't think about it. It's like you said earlier, it's like this line in the sand that's yeah. like you're working to X. I'm working to retire, but nobody thinks past that line. Right. I think so, about it, you have a retirement party, right? People make cake and everybody <laughs> celebrates. Yeah, you get yeah. to watch. There's balloons, right? I mean, it's, it's a party. It's a big event. It's like a wedding of sorts. And, you know, like most, you know, weddings, the day after, it's like, okay, now you're married. <laughs> now what? It's, yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it reminds me a little bit of... Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Tina, I hope your wife's not going to listen to this one. <laughs> she never listens. I mean, I analogize things to running all the time because, you know, we just talked about running a couple minutes ago. Um, I remember the first time I ran a marathon. All I thought about was training for this marathon, right? It was, it was months of training and it was all these long runs. And I was so super focused on doing this marathon. And I ran the marathon. And when it was over, I was like, now what? It was almost like a depression. It was weird. I, I never, I never thought like a minute beyond once I accomplish this thing that I'm setting out to accomplish. Then yeah, what I'm there's life do. after your goals are met. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now it's like I should just shrug my shoulders. Like okay, yeah, now what? Now it's now weird. What? And I think retirement can be a little bit like that. It's funny what you mentioned right there. It was the psychology of what you're talking about is well documented. So wanting something and then getting it are two different things for a reason. They're actually two different parts of your brain that fire. So that's the reason why when you get something you want, it doesn't really feel the same. It's a great quote from uh, Mad Men, Don Draper. Happiness is what you get right before you want more happiness. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Some yeah, I else. remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's so, it's so unbelievably accurate for that reason. Yeah, there was a lot of good quotes in that show. So when it comes down to retirement, Mike, what's the bottom line? I think you need to think about what retirement means to you personally. And does it mean truly an end to your working life and you're going to sit around and 
watch the grass grow or you're going to golf every day or, or whatever that means to you? Or, or is it in the next phase of life, right? Is it more along the lines of it just means I'm creating more optionality for myself? I don't have to work to earn a living anymore. Now it's about options. Now it's the second phase of life. And I don't know. I think it's a worthy exercise for people when they start to think about retirement. This podcast is created and presented by Darwin Asset Management, LLC and Darwin Advisors, LLC, collectively referred to as Darwin. Darwin does not make any representation or warranties and therefore takes no responsibility as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information contained in this podcast. Any tax or legal information contained in this podcast is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The information presented does not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there could be no assurance that any investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. All investment strategies have the potential for profit and loss. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Information presented is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the securities mentioned herein.